this video is about one more call. One more call. When I was a young, young kid, 15 or 16 years of age, I remember my mum. My mum used to say, wake up tomorrow morning and do one more hour before your exam. Study for one more hour. Wake up. Set your alarm for six o'clock and wake up early and have an advantage over everyone else. That was the first time I was introduced to one more hour. When I got into real estate and I was 20 years of age at Chambers Fleming Padstow, and there's a possibility that there is people watching this right now from Chambers Fleming Padstow, the professionals, incredible office, does about a sale a day. When I got a job there, when I was about to leave the office, the boss used to say, Tom, make one more call. Make one more call. And this became a bit of a motto in my whole life. One more call. And that is when all else is done and finished, do a little bit extra. Do more than what you thought you were capable of doing. That metaphor in life now to me stands truer more than ever. Making one more call or putting in that one extra hour of study to me is about moving from getting the job done to having excellence. And how does that plan out in business? How does that plan out in real estate or mortgage broking? Very simple. Whether it's one more call, whether it's you go over the agency agreement and make sure that you've done everything proper, whether you're actually doing the marketing and you go over and you do a spill check and you make sure all the vocabulary is right and that all the photos are exactly, that's what I mean by making one more call. It's going beyond what you would expect is expected. Another example of that is a listing presentation, right? What do I mean by that? Get there 10 minutes early. And so what you're doing is you're going in there with no conversation you've just had on your mobile phone with some random person and then to expect it to be fully present in a listing presentation that potentially has $30,000 commission on the line and that they're out there interviewing two or three other people as well. So why wouldn't you give yourself the advantage of having excellence in your mindset as you walk into that listing presentation? So this metaphor of one more call can apply to every area of your life. It can apply in real estate as well into you're doing your callbacks and you turn around and you say, I'm done and finished. No, man, let's go off and let's see what other calls can I make? Because what actually happens is all the growth happens when you move outside of your comfort zone. It's this extra layer of resilience that is developed. So it's not just the fact that the action means you've actually impacted another person or you potentially picked up another lead or that you've had another conversation that's going to serve you in a year. It's not that. It's not the fact that, you know, you woke up an extra hour and you did more homework or study for an exam that's going to help you get a pass in that exam. No, it's not that. It's the fact that what you're doing is you're building an extra layer of resilience, an extra layer of 
depth in your personality that is showing that you can actually go beyond what you thought you were going to do. Even on the bay run, the ability to sort of run that extra 500 meters when you said to yourself, I was going to finish my run at this point. That's where all the growth happens, guys and girls. And I'm letting you know that for me, the real estate gym, when I first formed it, yes, there was a business plan that would help me leverage my skill set to be able to impact thousands of agents, not hundreds of agents. And in the process, I thought to myself, you know what? Fundamentally, if you could get people to believe that they're capable to do a lot more than what they think they can, and that has been the big blessing. Because when I look at, you know, the Tanay Janes and the Josh Tesselins and um, the Jordan Strudwicks and all these agents that are doing, you know, hundreds of sales and they were people that came from backgrounds that there was no reason in the world that you'd expect their background to mean that they would be a hundred sale agent person. And that to me is one of my greatest kicks in life, the ability to actually help someone believe in themselves before they believed in themselves. That's a skill that gives me one of my greatest joys in life. The ability to have people that think fondly of you because what you did is when they were unsure, you said to them, you got this. You're a smart person. I know other people that are nowhere good as you that are doing great stuff. It's those kinds of conversations, guys and girls, that I hope your leader in your office has with you. The ability to get more out of you, because as far as I'm concerned, the biggest investment that you have in your life is your ability to actually improve your conversion rate and your productivity in the same hours. It's basically having a higher return of investment. And how do you do that? You do that by becoming better. You do that by, you know, nailing the fundamentals. And what are the fundamentals in real estate? Let me go through them. Number one, buyer qualification. No question about it. Your ability to interview a buyer and work out, are they going to be buying a property in the next 30 days? So we clearly know buyer qualification is an important fundamental you've got to master in real estate. Then you've got data collection, getting into a farm area and meeting as many people as possible in that farm area that own real estate and you earning the right to become the custodian of that marketplace, to become the person that says, hey, I'm going to look after anything to do with real estate in this patch here. I will update values. I will let you know on trends. And that's going to earn me the right that one day, if you or your friends or family need help, that you're thinking about me, right? So there's a skill there in how you collect data. And then the third master fundamental you've got to master is what I call the stay in touch strategy. How do you stay in touch with people without actually sounding, I want your money? How do you stay in touch people and you don't stall? You don't stall the pipeline, which is a big problem because sometimes real estate agents struggle with how to stay in touch with someone, yet that person might actually stop returning their phone calls. And actually the conversation stalls. And the reason why that conversation stalls is that they feel that you're adding no value 
they feel that they're not going to need your services. And sometimes they want to avoid conflict. They don't want to tell you, I don't like you. And I don't think I'm going to do business with you. So if I cut ties with you now, it's going to mean that I'm not going to be in an awkward spot in the future. And um, you've got to accept it. There are times that people are going to stall coming back to you because they don't like you. And that's the time you've got to be intelligent enough to know whether you, you walk or you persist. And of course, the other basic fundamental you've got to nail in real estate is our listing presentation which is pretty much a 90-minute conversation that you're going to have with an owner that's going to get you emotionally connected with that owner. And in addition to that is that they're going to feel that your problem-solving ability meant that price maximization could be achieved with you better than any other agent. Fundamentally, I think that most vendors will pick a higher price than a faster time. So that means that you've got to become so good at a listing presentation where you can actually leave that person believing that they're going to get a lot more for their property if they list with you. If you've got the ability to show that you're a price maximizer, you're going to help them looking for a fee minimizer. I'm going to say that again. If you've got the ability to show them that you're a price maximizer, they're going to worry less about you being a fee minimizer and cutting your fee. And then the two other skills and fundamentals you've got to master in real estate. By the way, if you're finding this video good, please tag one of your colleagues. Please share it with a friend um, or comment below. The last two fundamentals you've got to master in real estate is that waving to a friend. You see a lot of people running the Bay Run, walking the Bay Run. Um, The last two fundamentals, the first one is vendor management. You're going to have to nail this piece, this piece where nearly every owner, nearly every owner, not 100%, but most owners are going to expect that their property is worth more than what it really is. And your ability to list a property, give them hope, but then very shortly afterwards, help them understand that the market sets the market, the agent doesn't set the market, and that they should be listening to the feedback that you're giving to them. And that's called vendor management. Some agents call it conditioning. Don't like that word. And then the last skill is a new fundamental skill, and that is TQ. You've got IQ, intelligence quotient. You've got EQ, emotional quotient. And now you've got what I call TQ, and that is your technology quotient, your ability to adapt technology because we are now tech agents. What do I mean by that? I'm not saying that you substitute the conversations and influence that you have with phone and face-to-face. I'm talking you complement it with technology. And what you do is you start mastering video, social media. You start mastering brand in a world of consumerism, which basically people are glued to their mobile phones like you're watching this video right now. And that you become someone in your marketplace that can adapt really quickly because technology gives you the ability to go one to many versus one to one. Think about it. If I was having this conversation with Deborah right now, hi, Deborah. If I was having this conversation with Deborah, it would be one person. But you know what? If I'm having this conversation, 
hey, Chris, thank you for your comments. If I was having this conversation with you right now, guess what? There's another 60 people on right now. And then there's going to be another 100 or so that were on that said, okay, I've heard enough. I picked up the bit there. And then there's going to be thousands and thousands that will see this in their own time, whether they're on an iPad or desktop or on the iPhone. And this video, if you check in with it, in probably around 48 hours between Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Periscope, my gym page, is going to have 30,000 views. That's what I mean by one to many versus one to one. Guys and girls, I've been babbling on. I hope this has been useful for you. If it has, take action and be kind and generous and share the page. And uh, I wish everyone a great week. Signing off and Melbourne, get on the phones and make those buyer appointments. You're open for business.